too hard. And I feel like I'm missing the important things. What about now? Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was saying, uh, um, when you talk about poverty, actually why I'm really interested in this topic here, yeah? I wanted to kind of hear what somebody else or probably from another place would talk about, would say about it. Because uh, if I want to go back and give back to my community, yeah? mm-hmm. I can't go back to to Kenya. This is how we are. I can't come to my place and say, and go and tell people in uh, in the slums, like, you know, um, uh, there's a slum in Kenya called uh, Kibera. It's the second biggest Mm-hmm. or top five in the world. So when you go and tell them to change their mindset and how they've been brought up, they're going, uh, probably they won't understand what you're trying to say. So how can you go, how can you go and ask and tell them, uh, you guys, even if you are born here, yeah, this is not where you're supposed to be because if I go and tell them it's a mindset, they won't really understand that because probably their grandparents yeah. Their parents of them were born there, so how how can I go and how can I go and reach out to them and tell them to probably they can change their generations and the design you know that the generation that will come after won't be in that kind of a place. Oh, Martha, you gave me my life work. Here we go. Okay, lucky for you, <laughs> the Lord has blessed me with really great wisdom on this subject. All right, first thing first, first thing first, we're going to have to teach the people finances. We're going to have to teach the people how to work. We're going to see, we're going to have to look at everyone's skills. So we're going to have to figure out what everyone can contribute and what everyone can do for the community. Once we figure out what everyone can do for the community, we figure out where can we start and what is most needed and what is our weakness in the community. That that is where we start. So we have to find a common idea first in order for us to change a mindset. We have to find a common problem and a common solution together. Once we can establish that foundation, we can make the next plan. Next thing is next, we need to establish leaders. We need leaders in four different areas. We need a leader in finances. We need a leader in psychology. We need a leader in health. And we need a leader in spirituality. And once we have all four leaders, those four leaders can not only, they can specialize in whatever area that our people need. So those four leaders will be held accountable. And those leaders will have assistance. Now, the way these things are set up is once we realize that we are all we have and that once we are all we have, we can take care of one another. There's no more selfishness. We have to have a family mindset, not a community or village mindset, just a family, a, t- a close-knit family. We have mm-hmm. to realize that we, we breathe the same air. We love the same earth together. We enjoy the same foods, and we want the same wealth and vision for one another. That is how the great empires of Babylon came to power. Now, the next thing, once you teach finances, we have to get the men in order because men are stubborn. Men are pleasure seekers and men become lazy once they do not have discipline. So the men have to become more disciplined. 
Next, we have to get the women disciplined and keep the women in check and make sure the women are educated because women have to be educated so they can teach the children in the next generations. Mm-hmm. That was what I would do to start at least. Okay. So have leaders. Uh, what You also said about have spirituality leaders. What about that? The reason why we have to have spiritual leaders, because first of all, we have to have a higher power than man. We have to have something that supersedes man's consciousness, because sometimes man think himself of God and we need something that will humble man. Mm-hmm. So that that also. Uh, uh, so if you're applying it to a large number of people, you have to, first of all to first of all to preach to them or bring them to God. Yes, we have to, because you have to think it has to be divine order. Before there is natural order, there was divine order. Man has to realize his place in the Godhead. He has to realize and see himself that he was created in the image and likeness of the Father. So since he was created in the image and likeness of God, man has to get an order of how God created him. God created man to rule the earth and to have dominion over it. But we are not in order with our Father. So if we are, do not have communication with the one who created us, we are out of order. We're just a creature and we're just going to continue to destroy things. So when God is in the midst of these things, God, man has to look at a law above his own. He has something to answer to. You get me? So he cannot destroy other men or become power hungry. True. So spirituality then, uh, uh, education and, uh, leaders in different areas mm-hmm. that will improve will improve a situation exactly and we don't want just any type of leader we want agents of change because leaders want followers we want agents of change they cause a network of people agents of change creates leaders because you got to think it goes in this hierarchy first there is agents of change then there's leaders and then there are followers followers follow the leaders leaders follow the agents of change Who are the agents of change? They are the people who are the shakers and movers of the world. They are the people who make the greatest inventions. For example, Steve Jobs, how he created the iPhone. He is an agent of change. No one thought that you could ever have a handheld device that is stronger than your computer in your hand. Can an inspirational speaker be an agent of change? Yes, he can, because he has new ideas. Those who have powerful ideas can change a multitude of people. That's why they killed Malcolm X, because of his ideas. Mm-hmm. So any man okay. who has great ideas, he's a threat to, to those who do not like change. All right. Okay. You also say, you also talked about... Uh, the men need to be disciplined and the women also need to be disciplined and educated. Yes. So uh, I think uh, depending on the two, do you think women should also get more education because now these are the people who have kids and once a lady under- uh, gets knowledge, you know the children and the children will understand something, will Ex- get something from Exactly. Okay. All right. Have you ever been poor? Huh, have I ever been poor? <laughs> yes. 21 years of my life. 21 years of your life? 
Yes. So how, what did you do to overcome that? I started thinking. I started reading. I started going to the library. Uh, what first happened is I went through this thing called a paradigm shift. A paradigm shift allows you to look at your situation, your environment, and realize that that thing is what made you who you were in life. So now you take everything that you learned in life and you put that aside and you trade that for something new. For example, say I sat you down in front of me and I told you I can erase every bad memory you had and I, and I give you this book and this book will give you nothing but new thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. That is what a paradigm shift does. It allows something into your subconscious to give you new thoughts and change, exchange it for the bad. It allows you to see life from a different perspective. Okay. Do you think? Do you think moving from one place to another can can also do that to you? Can cause that kind of a change? Yes, it can. And I also can tell you what else can cause a paradigm shift. Once you mm-hmm. build something new. Whenever someone builds something new, a new building, a new park, a new structure, a new anything, once something is built that is new, that is a paradigm shift that comes to man. Because everything around you, young lady, is thoughts and ideas. Everything that you are sitting on from the clothes of your back came from a man's mind. So that's letting you know that everything you're sitting on is just an idea. So now once you realize the power of your mind, that you think you create an idea and you manifest it into reality. That is the power of what God has given us. Mm -hmm. See, this is the problem. We do not realize that the gold mine is not inside of a cave and shiny. The gold mine is between your ears. And the more you enrich your mind, the more you study, the more you read, the more you research about the world around you, the things that you are scared of and you think that you are not big enough to take, those are the things that actually you can tackle. Those are the mountains that you can move in your life. Once I realized this, this is how I overcame my situation. That is how I knew that I did not have to stay where I was. I took my faith in my Lord Jesus Christ. I believed this word and I had faith. I began to write everything down. But day by day, I began to take notes because a man must write down his goals and his visions. Then woman can help him with that goals and visions because that is what you are here for, to help us and help us and help us. Because there is nothing mm-hmm. like a woman. You give a woman something, she creates something greater every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. Wow, are you a pastor? <laughs> no, but everybody keeps saying I should be. I think you should. Yeah, it's hard work, but I could do it probably. Yeah. <laughs> I was going so to what? be a singer. <laughs> then what happened? Nothing happened. I actually go to church every day. Um, I just, it's hard work because the people, I don't want to just be a religious figure. I don't want to do that because I'm still a young man, you know? Like, I'm about to turn 22 years old. Like, I'm young. So, I I just started my life. I took the time of my life to study God, and I never really got to live my life, and I never really got to see my potential outside of, you know, outside of the Lord. So, everyone always told me, like, you should be a minister, you should be a minister. But I take that really seriously because you know how many false ministers it is in this world. 
and they rob the people and they rob the poor. And it's the same people mm -hmm. who they who Jesus came to free. They're taking mm -hmm. from. And I don't want to be that type of man and I don't want to have that same title. Instead, I'd rather be an agent of change. Okay. That's really nice because I think I've learned a lot from you and there are things I, I am so sure I'm going to uh, apply. Thank you, Martha. And um, you can actually, this is my real name. This is who I really am. So you can follow me in real life because I will be having way more. Um, save this podcast and share this with your family and friends because I will be doing this more often to help people. I want to help people get, like, give them the knowledge that they don't have the time to read right now. And they can't apply it. So if okay. I can do that for everybody, I will. All right. Then. I'll follow you. I'll make sure I follow you and share, yep, share you whatever you want to, be, to yeah. be posting. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for your time. No problem. You be blessed. You're blessed too. Bye. Bye-bye.